Greetings, greetings. Welcome to another episode of Truth to Power. I would like you guys, thank you guys for joining me tonight. And tonight, this would be no surprise. I want to talk about stand back, but stand by. Those were the words uttered by now President Donald J. Trump, who had a debate with Joe Biden. Last night, it was entertaining, to say the least. Um, and it was a waste of time, to say the most. Um, but these guys, they got on national TV, made complete fools out of themselves. And both of the parties did. And it was very embarrassing. Now, during the debate, certain things were brought up. Certain things that uh, both parties could have brought attention to, but you know, um, one thing that I did notice was when it came down to black people and black issues, both of these candidates, they, they just went over that topic. They just went over that topic. They did not want to discuss any type of tangibles for black people. When it came to black people, that's that benign neglect. When it came to black people, um, even um, Joe Biden, who seems to be um, our people's um, front runner, because <laughs> they want him to be in office so bad. I have no idea why, because he has a history of white supremacist rhetoric and implementing white supremacist laws himself. So I don't have no idea why our, my people want him to be in office so bad, because he'll be no different from Donald Trump. But for some reason, black people want to do that, and I'm going to discuss that later on. But I'm going to discuss why later on. But the thing is this. When they talked about black issues and do you support Black Lives Matter, Joe Biden specifically said, I support the police. Donald Trump, when he was asked to denounce white supremacy, he said, oh, well, what, you, what do you want me to say? Well, we want you to denounce... Um, and they could they could have said white supremacy, but the moderator said uh, the the Proud Boys, who is a white which is a white supremacist group. Um, and he said, "I want to tell y'all to stand back, but stand by." And I want my people to understand what he meant by that. That was a dog whistle, not just a dog whistle. That was just saying, "Listen, yeah, y'all need to you know chill out just a tad bit." Um, up until I get reelected, then y'all can go all the way out if I need y'all, just in case my military don't come through with these black people, because you know they always need military forces to deal with black people. And unfortunately for us, a lot of us didn't get that. A lot of us didn't get the fact that not only did Donald Trump not denounce white supremacy, but Joe Biden didn't either. And um, what I'm tired of and what I'm tired of hearing is um, and let me get on Joe Biden for a moment and black people and Joe Biden for a moment. What I'm tired of hearing is black people wanting white supremacists light. They won't die in white supremacy. And that shit just can't fly. That shit just can't fly. I got people arguing me up and down. Well, well, he'll be better than Trump. How? How they nobody if that's you know what and that's all you gotta do to 
to just brain to stump these brain dead niggas. Because if you say how, they will say, oh, well, Donald Trump racist. Okay, so Joe Biden's racist. So what's the difference? Oh, well, you know, Donald Trump's more overt with racism. Well, let me tell you this. Barack Obama and Joe Biden, and I explained this to somebody yesterday, Barack Obama had an indifference towards black people, which caused the atmosphere of what we have right now. And black people just don't want to come to grips with that for whatever reason. Black people do not want to say, hey, Barack Obama, they ain't do shit for black people, one thing. Another thing they don't want to say is that while black people get killed in the street, he was indifferent about it. He didn't care. He showed no concern about it. And who was his vice president at the time? Crown Bill Joe. Now, why would Barack Obama select a white supremacist to be his vice president? Because he don't care about black people either. Come to grips with that. Come to grips with that. But back on this um stand back but stand by thing. Back to that. Let's 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 go back to that. Let me tell y'all something. Black people, if you need as soon as you heard that, you should have been ready going to the going to your local gun shop, ready to practice your second amendment right. You should have been purchasing guns to practice the Second Amendment right as soon as you heard, stand back, but stand by. Stand by for what? And I kept telling, I kept telling people, I kept asking people um, two years ago, I was like, are we in a race war? Are we in a race war? Are you ready to say we're in a race war? And all I kept hearing from black people is, no, no, no. It only takes over 50 goddamn victims by white supremacists and white supremacist groups that, that are killing us with impunity. We're getting killed by race soldiers in the streets for black people to now understand that we are in a goddamn race war. That's all it takes. For whatever reason, and I have no idea of the reason, but for whatever reason, that's what it took for black people to realize being a race war. For the modern day Hitler to come out and say, hey, stand up, stand back, but stand by. That's what it took. Breonna Taylor got killed in his sleep. She getting killed with impunity in a democratic green city. And I still got fucking fuck boys on my fucking timeline talking about some goddamn, oh, we still got a vote. If you don't get the fuck out of here. Vote for what? Vote for what? And I said it how the fuck I meant it. Because I'm tired. We got two senile old bastards running for president and two senile old white supremacist bastards running for president. And y'all want to come up here talking about, some, oh, we got to vote, just a vote of the lesser of two evil. That shit don't make no goddamn sense. You can't tell me Lucifer and Satan ain't the same devil. How many, do, how many times does somebody have to spell it out for you? 
Oh, well, wait, wait, well, who are you voting for? Well, my ancestors, let me tell you something else. Another thing y'all better stop coming at me with because I'm tired of this shit too. Our ancestors died for you to vote. No, the fuck they didn't. White people told you that. Stupid. White people put it in your head that their ancestors um, died for you to vote. No, my ancestors died for me to be free, which we, which we have yet to achieve yet. When Nat Turner was on the slave plantation chopping off heads, he wasn't thinking about no goddamn voting. When Malcolm X was in the streets getting busy, they all for why? They didn't know why. Didn't know why. When they were in the streets getting busy, they weren't talking about no goddamn voting. They were talking about getting civil, civil rights, human rights. They were talking about getting tangibles. Martin Luther King was talking about getting reparations. They weren't talking about no goddamn voting. So miss me with that bullshit. About some, oh, well, our ancestors died for us to vote. No, the fuck they didn't. You fucking coward. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Black people are so um, enamored with Biden because they still look at Biden as a savior. They still got a savior complex. And it's not, it does not miss me at all that most of the black people that are talking about voting for Biden are of a, of a certain age group. They are of a certain age group. They are older, 40 and older. And in the words of Jason Black, you got to watch these old niggas. These old niggas, they're broken, they're defeated. They don't really want to stand up to white supremacy. They don't want to do anything. They want a job with white supremacy. They just want a little comfortable position within white supremacy. But they can't tell you what the fucking Democratic Party is going to offer them. Every, every other race... That's competing for resources. That's competing for wealth and influence in this world. Is asking and demanding something for their vote. Not just that. We have illegal immigrants asking for something. You, you get what I'm saying? And they're receiving more than black people who built this country. That should make you fucking sick right there. That should make you fucking sick. But it doesn't because somewhere within your mind, you're thinking to yourself that somebody's going to come and save you. But the thing is this, nobody's coming to save you. We have to save ourselves. Nobody saved us on the plantations. We saved ourselves. And nobody saved us during the civil rights movement. We saved ourselves. And guess who's going to save us in 2020 and beyond? Black people. We're going to save each other. But we got to understand strategy. We have to understand strategy. We have to understand the difference between strategy and giving up. When you're voting, you're just giving up. Now, mind you, 
I'm not against voting for local and state elections because you have more power that way. But at the same time, you still got to be demanding something for your vote. For example, in New Orleans, in New Orleans, a Democratic-ran city, we are 60% of the population, but we only control 2% of economics. That is fucking pathetic. You know why? Because they say, oh, well, we elect, they're going to they take care of business for us. We never demand anything from these people. And the time we do, they keep telling you what the agenda is going to be. No, you work for us. We tell you what the agenda is going to be. You don't tell us anything. But for some reason, we just can't get that through our heads. We're too, to be honest, a lot of people are too afraid. And which is interesting coming from a city like New Orleans who has a, who has a, High murder rate, I'm putting it out there, have, has a high murder rate and has had one since the 90s. And I'm about to go to say something. You guys are not afraid, afraid to pull a trigger on each other, but you guys are afraid to go talk to these politicians face-to-face -face and demand resources to stop you from pulling the trigger on each other. Because all crime is based on economics and proximity. But you're afraid to do that. You're afraid to go talk to these politicians and say, hey, I'm holding you accountable for my vote. I'm, I want to hold you accountable. I want you to do X, Y, and Z. This is what I'm demanding. You want my vote? You need to do X, Y, and Z. And this is what I'm going to do for the black community in New Orleans. I knew a certain candidate who I won't name right now for, that was running for mayor in New Orleans. I spoke with her before she ran for New Orleans. I said, in the last election, by the way, I said, hey, do you have a black agenda? I have a minority agenda. <clears throat> I knew right then and there that she was going to lose the election in New Orleans because she has no idea how to talk to her constituents. And that is foolish. When you got somebody from Los Angeles, California, who knows how to talk more about their constituents, your constituents than you do. Black Americans, hear my voice right now. All across the world, all across the nation. The time is now. No tangibles, no vote. Voting, just a vote, is childish. Voting, just to vote is very childish. And I wish my people would get over that. I wish we really would. And another thing I noticed in the election, in our um, Democratic debate or debacle, must I say, uh, not the Democratic debacle, but the whole um, the um, presidential debacle, is that Donald Trump was throwing shots at Joe Biden about the crime bill. Joe Biden shut the fuck up about that. Donald Trump called Joe Biden's son a crackhead on national TV. And the thing about that is, he wasn't lying. He was not lying. But what a lot of people feared about crime bill Joe was, they said, hey, 
they thought Crime Bill Joe was going to be a little bit too senile to go ahead over Donald Trump, which he kind of was. He was, both of them were kind of, you know, <laughs> suffering from onset dementia. Must I say, can I say that? <laughs> which was very entertaining. But it was, Joe Biden didn't do as bad as a job as people thought he was, but as far as Donald Trump goes, Donald Trump won a debate last night. And a lot of people don't like when I say that. But he did because he controlled the narrative. Even though both of them didn't make any good points. Even though both of them um, babble. They did a lot of old people babble. Seeking out white supremacists babble. But both of them. But Donald Trump controlled the narrative. And a lot of people don't want to hear that. He controlled the narrative. He controlled what they talked about, how they talked about it, and things of that nature. And he won the debate last night. He did. He did. And Donald Trump's an open white supremacist. But so is Joe Biden. So is Joe Biden. So what I encourage my people to do is bet on ourselves, vote for ourselves, and vote on black empowerment. If neither candidate doesn't come with a black agenda, then... We have to say no vote and watch the party dismantle themselves and watch this country crumble, which is okay with us because guess what? We built it. We can rebuild it. The downfall of America is happening right before your eyes. The downfall of white America is happening right before your very eyes. White supremacy is crumbling. It is crumbling right before your very eyes. And for all my people that understand what I'm talking about, don't give up. It's been a long road, but don't give up. Keep on standing in their chest and keep on demanding reparations. Keep on demanding tangibles. I just spoke truth to power. I want you guys to have a good night.